This is Sid Roth saying, Shalom Mishpacha. Mishpacha is a Hebrew word. It means family. And we're the Mishpacha, the family with a Jewish heart. Welcome to today's edition of Messianic Vision and another appointment for you to be mentored to fulfill your destiny with one of our It's Supernatural guests. And now, here's your host for this program, It's Supernatural television producer, Donna Chavis. Well, thank you, Sid, and thank you all for joining us today for Messianic Vision. Our guest is one of today's most respected emerging prophetic voices, and he's widely known for his keen, accurate prophetic gifting and his supernatural ministry. God is using him mightily in prophecy, words of knowledge, words of wisdom, and healing. So please welcome my friend and my spiritual little brother, Hakeem Collins. Hi, Hakeem. Blessings. How are you, Donna? I am doing well. Now, Hakeem, you're going to be talking today about unseen warfare and how to discern, disarm, and destroy the works of the enemy. Wow, that, that sounds pretty powerful. Yes, I'm excited to share. Well, you know what? I wanted to start here because you say you call this unseen warfare. So that m- makes us know that Some believers aren't even aware or don't see that some of their day-to-day struggles are actually the works of unseen warfare. How does that work? Mm -hmm. Yes, well, oftentimes I always say whatever you see in the natural realm, whether it's um, demonic warfare as far as things going on, like I will use this for example, if you're seeing gang activities or drug activities, or there's some things that are happening even in the political landscape or things that are happening in different nations, because things are happening that you can see in the natural, it's the only an indication of what is going on behind the scenes or the indivisible realm, or what I call the book unseen. Mm-hmm. And so basically it's something you cannot see with your natural eyes. It's, a, it's something that's going on in the invisible. And so there's a warfare. There's something that God wants us to look beyond the natural surface and to realize and to recognize, which to realize and to recognize, Donna, it means to discern yes, and to perceive. And so that's why I wrote the book and I labeled it Unseen Warfare because there is a war going on in the invisible realm that God wants us to know about. Yes. And you know what? I have been reading and studying this book, and I know that you actually, besides just the solid scriptural, biblical uh, teaching and scriptures that are in there, you have incorporated prophetic impartation, powerful prayers, activations, so that people can actually be interactive for them, and they will really get it down in their spirits. But, you know, I, I keep coming back to the word unseen. I think a lot of people think, you know what? I just, I don't see it, or I don't I don't feel it or whatever, but but you ask the question, well, have you ever been somewhere and you just kind of felt something odd? Mm-hmm. Is mm-hmm. It, What are we talking about there? Okay, yeah, so oftentimes you can be in a, a just say in a, a meeting, a church meeting, and something is going off in your, I would call your knower, or your bells and whistles will go off yes. on the inside of you, and you feel something it is that gut feeling. So in other words, you may hear a preaching or you may hear a teaching or you may um, even hear worship or something, you know, music in the atmosphere that it just doesn't sit right or the atmosphere or the presence feel a little awkward or even dark. You feel this eerie feeling. 
oftentimes those impressions are indicators that Holy Spirit has given every believer. That's the discerner, because the discerner is the Holy Spirit, but also it is the Word of God. We know the Bible talks about the Word of God is powerful, active, alive, and it is the, the basically the discerner of the heart and intentions and the motives of, of people's thoughts. Yes. So, that's what that's what the Holy Spirit has given us indications of what is happening in the natural realm, but He's indicating it that something may be wrong. So that's why people don't understand when they go places and they feel something. It's like ah, I don't feel really right, or the atmosphere doesn't really feel seem really uh, good. Mm-hmm. It's because Holy Spirit is letting us know. So is Something's that going on. is that a time that we would say, you know what, this is this this might be something natural, but it, it could be something God's trying to show me. Is that a time that we should pray into that and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal something to us if it is something that we need to be doing? Absolutely. We have to inquire of the Lord um, before we just assume. You want to make sure that you have the Holy Spirit uh, revelation and insight on it. So, yes, you will want to pray and ask the Lord, is this you? That's the first thing we need to know. Is this you? Is mm-hmm. this your presence? Is this truth that is being preached or taught, um, even worship? Is this your? This is this you? Your presence, your glory, and so yes, we should ask um, and seek the Lord about it, and He will give us revelations because you have to trust your gut. You have to trust your Holy Spirit right. knowers, and um, and He will He will reveal it. He will reveal the truth. Yes. You know what? There's <laughs> I love it when I'm studying a book or or reading and I come across words that's almost like they just jump off the page to you. And I was reading this and you were talking about the fact that, you know, we are believers, but sometimes we just we just don't know that we are victorious and we need to know. And that was one of the reasons that you wrote the book. And you and you said you need to know the art of warfare and the rules of engagement. So you have really gone into some good detail to to make sure people know how to recognize this and and know what to do about it. You you called it providing us with a plan of action. <laughs> Absolutely. So, you know, when you think about it, even in the military, I wasn't in the military, uh, but I, I had family members that were in the military, my grandfather, my father, and different ones that were just, you know, they served. They were called to arms. And just utilizing uh, the art of war and using the term rules of engagement, that word rules of engagement was basically when the soldiers, it was their limitations or their guidelines of how much force or how much power or ammunition they were allowed to use. Um, There's a guideline. And so when we are in spiritual warfare, our spiritual battle, there is a rules of engagement through the Word of God that it will equip us to discern, disarm, and defeat the works of the enemy. And so I use that term, rules of engagement, or art of war, is because God has given us the truth. Jesus has, you know, equipped us in his word, and he's given us strategies how to win every time. And I believe that we, we just activate it, we will win and be victorious in Jesus Christ. Yes, yes. And you know, doesn't that just make you feel good when you read that kind of stuff and you're like, what, me? I'm victorious? Oh, yes, I am a believer. Yes, Hakeem is teaching me how, what are the rules of engagement? What do I do? Do I feel something a little weird? Do I just run the other direction? No, the art of war and the rules of engagement. So I have really, I've really enjoyed learning about that. Let's dig a little bit into the, the content of the 
book here, Hakeem. You talk about the devil's trio. That's like a, a, a primary weapon, some weapons that he uses against us that you want to make sure that we're aware of. What is the devil's trio? Yes, the devil's trio is basically, these are these are actually the weapons that the enemy will use. These are the primary weapons that he would use against believers to really uh, overtake them or to defeat them. So what God showed me was that deception is number one. Yes. Temptation is number two. And number three is accusation. These are the primary things that the enemy will come against us. Let me say them again. It is temptation. It is deception and accusation, like false accusation. I mean, we got to look at Jesus. Jesus was tempted. Mm -hmm. You know, when God sent him, his own father sends him, led him up into the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights, and he put him in a place of temptation. And Jesus overcame the enemy with truth. Every time the enemy threw a temptation at him, he was able to combat it with truth. And then we also know the scripture talks about that the enemy is the accuser of the brethren. Oh, yes. False witness. Mm -hmm. We have to understand that we have to live holy and righteous and, and in right standing with the Lord and then live true to our word. And then that can defeat the enemy. And then we have to understand also that deceptions. The enemy is the father of lies. He is coming to deceive us. And so I believe that we have truth. It will always defeat these three tactics of the enemy. Yes. And I, I know, you know, I know people look at you, Hakeem, and they're like, yep, there's one together dude. He's hip. He's cool. God is using him. He's just on fire for the Lord. But Actually, you experienced that in your younger days. I mean, the, the devil, the enemy of our souls, deceived you to the point where you even felt like committing suicide. And I know you don't talk about that a lot, but I want people to know that that was a deception. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was actually, um, I was at the age of uh, seven, and I, and it was at an age, well, I had two times, but seven was one that I can really remember. I was going through a, a hard time, and, I, you know, at seven years old, I mean, I haven't even lived long enough, but it was just something going on in my heart, and I felt like the enemy was overwhelming me with, you know, just doubt, saying, are you a believer? Are you saved? You know, um, it was, it was a battlefield in my mind. Donna, that I was facing, that I wanted to end it all. I was just confused. And this is a person that fasted at, at the age of seven. This is someone that loved God and was reading his word and was just faithful and did all that I, that I knew was best. But the enemy initiated and triggered these thoughts in my mind that overwhelmed me, that said, I'm not worth it. I'm not, you know, will not be used of God. Uh, why I'm doing what I'm doing, it's, it's, just, it's just a waste of time. These were these thoughts that was plaguing my mind, and I wanted to end it. But I just realized that God just reassured me that he, that I am his child, that I am, uh, you know, he will raise me up. He will do great things through me. And even someone that is listening right now, you may feel right now, regardless of your age or wherever you are right now, you may feel overwhelmed. You may feel oppressed. The enemy has been fighting and attacking your mind. That's what the enemy is doing. Warfare starts in our mind. That's where he wants to have a stronghold established. So I want to just say that today that you will be liberated from every negative stigma of yourself. Mm, I say yes. today that you will rise up and be the, the righteous of Christ. And I say that you are a warrior and you can overcome any Ooh. stronghold of the enemy with truth. Yes, yes. And you know what, Hakeem? I know the devil took one look at you when you were a seven-year-old kid and said, this kid's going to be my worst nightmare. 
<laughs> because... yeah. yeah, I mean, because he knows, like, the enemy knows that there's something great on your life. I mean, Jesus went through the same yeah. thing, Donna. Yeah. Like, when, when there was an announcement of Jesus, I mean, all of Jerusalem was coming against them. I mean, it was just so much, just his announcement, just the very fact that you are a believer. You become the enemy's worst nightmare. So don't give up, those who are listening. Don't give in. Don't don't cave in. God's going to raise you up. If the warfare had is intensified against you, let I come to let you know that breakthrough is on the other side. You will endure, and you will weather the storm. Yeah. Yes. It makes me just want to say, yep, that's right. That's right, devil. I'm going to be your worst nightmare. <laughs> so yeah. go ahead and go, just go ahead and claim it. So that's, that's, that's right. okay. All right. Well, you know, while we're talking about that, you, you've just got a powerful teaching about not allowing or giving the enemy any foothold into your life. Yeah, it talks about in the scriptures in Ephesians chapter four, twenty, verse twenty-seven, that you know don't let don't let anger and don't let the sun go down when you're angry. You know you want to settle things right where it is. If you're upset, if you have a dispute, if you have a disagreement, you know the Bible says you can be angry but sin not, right? And so we just have to make sure that we don't um, allow an open door for unforgiveness, resentment all those things to uh, be a legal ground for the enemy to come in. And so we have to make sure that um, we don't leave a foothold. And basically is don't allow that to be a trap. Don't let the unforgiveness or the disagreement or whatever that is to become the enemy's opportunity to ensnare you and to trap you. He is an opportunist, is what I say. So he's looking for every opportunity to cause you to fall. And I just say today, you will rise up and you will not be uh, snared by the enemy. Amen. Amen. Talk to us a little bit about what you call the, the invisible battle in our mind. Yeah, so the invisible battle that in our mind, as I said earlier, the warfare starts in our mind. And someone may say, how that happens? But it's because the mind is the central part, even the brain, it makes everything function in the body. And so if the enemy can take attack our mind, he can really affect everything that's connected. And even today, when I went through something, I'm, I mean, I'm going through some warfare right now, some unseen warfare. And But, you know, I had to not panic. I had to be stay focused. And that's what the enemy wants to do. He wants us to lose sight of who we are. So there's an unseen battlefield or battleground that starts in our mind, and it's called strongholds. So we have the power to destroy these strongholds that the enemy tries to erect in our brains or in our minds. And so these can be lies. These can be false stigmas. It can be false accusation that cause us to believe those things, which is not the truth. The enemy is a deceiver and manipulator. And so if we can just cast down those veins, imaginations, or those thoughts, which are strongholds, then we can always defeat the enemy every time. So it's unseen. Yes. Yes. Well, I I know also that you have had battles before, and I know a lot of people will probably relate to this, but you have struggled at times in your life and in your ministry with depression and anxiety, and the Lord revealed to you that you were actually permitting it. What does that mean? Yeah, so when I was going through a season of depression and anxiety and oppression, and oftentimes it's like, I started believing it. I started receiving it. I started mm. owning it as it was mine. Um, it's just it's like the enemy was saying, you're not, you're not worth it, or you're not worthy to be a child of God. 
And once we start believing that, which we do is we start taking on that, you know, Donna, we start becoming that. The Bible talks talks about so a man thinketh, so is he. Yes. And so we got to understand that it starts in our mind. If you think on it, if you believe it, it starts going in your subconscious. And then you start accepting what the enemy's uh, words are instead of what God says about you. And so when you start taking on that, then you will become depressed. If you start believing that, then you will become you know, anxious or, you right. know, stressed out. So we have to just make sure we change the narrative and change that perception of ourselves and defeat those strongholds and we'll win. Yes. Anytime. Yes. You know what? You used a word you you were talking about. If If we allow these attacks to have the victory over us, then that cripples our ability to mm-hmm. be what God has called us to be. Yeah, absolutely. It's, what it does, it strips us. You know, and it causes us to be vulnerable. You know what I mean? So the enemy wants to strip us from our joy, our peace, you know, our righteousness. Uh, you know, he wants to strip us of our identity. That's what he does. I just use the enemy as like a, a mass hacker. He wants to, if I could use that term, he will come and try to strip you of your credentials, of mm-hmm. your identity, mm-hmm. of who you are. And he will take that and manipulate it. And then he will become you. And And so we have to just, combat it with truth and knowing what did God say about me? What did the Lord say if he showed me in a dream or in a vision? What was God's perspective and heart is on me? For the Bible says that God's thought towards us is not of evil, but of good and hope in an expected end. That's his thought towards us. It doesn't matter if the enemy says, but yes. we got to just revert it with truth. Yes, yes, absolutely. Let me take just a second here and let everybody that's listening know what a powerful, powerful resource package that you have prepared here for them, Hakeem. It's your brand new book called Unseen Warfare, Rules of Engagement to Discern, Disarm, and Defeat the Works of the Enemy, and also a three-CD teaching series where they can just pop it in, put it on your computer, you know, play it on your CD player, however you want to do it, and and listen to you teach and listen to you talk about these principles and these strategies and these rules of engagement. They can hear you yourself talk to them about that, and that's going to be called Building Your Personal Firewall. Whew, that kind of gets me excited just to say that, yes. so I'm kind of ready to get started on that. And we're also including a bonus bookmark. You can put it in your book, in Hakeem's book. You can put it in your Bible, and it's going to have on it the Warfare Prayer of Protection, and that is amazing. I read over that a couple of times when we were thinking about this package, Hakeem, and who Oh, man, does that give you some good, you know, it makes you feel encouraged, but it also makes you feel powerful and know the authority that you have in the Lord and the fact that God, the fact that God has got your back. So anyway, so be sure and listen for Sid at the end of the program today, and he will tell you exactly how you can get that. It's Hakeem's book, Unseen Warfare, his three CD teaching series called Building Your Personal Firewall, and this bonus bookmark that is called Warfare Prayer of Protection. So, wow. Okay, let's get back to this a little bit. This teaching is amazing. I I have to say, this is one of those books that I started reading, and I would read a little while, and then and then I was going to put it down. I'm like, no, let me just read a little more. Let me just read a little more. So, it's, <laughs> it's one of those that I pull a lot of the quotes out of, and I tape it onto my, my cabinet at work. Let's talk about discernment. 
Sherman. I know you mentioned that a little bit earlier, and that really is one of the key principal teachings in Unseen Warfare. Yes, it is. And so that's where I want to help people and equip those who are want to recognize what is happening in the invisible realm or the unseen realm. So to have discernment is really to know. It is to perceive or to recognize. That's by definition. And so the Holy Spirit reveals us truth. But also the Bible says that that makes a spiritual mind or a spiritually minded person only can discern spiritual things. Mm-hmm. A carnal mind does not discern things of the spirit. So it takes spiritual eyes and spiritual perception through the Holy Spirit to discern what is going on in the invisible or the unseen. And so discernment is a must. And I believe, Donna, that in the body of Christ, oftentimes we overlook discernment because we don't recognize what is happening when it's happening. But I think that we have to really do the word of God because the word of God is a discerner. So it helps us to know accurately and precisely what is happening, just like a a temperature or a thermometer. You can walk in a room and you can discern if it's hot or cold, right? And you have the ability to adjust it based on what accommodates you. And so when you go into an atmosphere, the Holy Spirit will say, this is not me, this is me, this is not me. It's like, you know, that's how I can describe discernment. So the Holy Spirit will give us that ability to discern and to recognize the enemy's weapons and even the the forces that are working against us. He don't want us just to recognize them, but do something about it. Yes. And that's how I believe that God is equipping us through this book, Unseen Warfare, to get those strategies. Yes. Now, and you talked about earlier a stronghold, too. If we don't if we don't discern these things and we don't do something about it, then it will become a stronghold in our lives. What What is a stronghold? Yes. Yeah, so Paul was dealing with strongholds even in his day in the first century. So the Bible says that for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. So these basically these strongholds are patterns of thoughts that are established in our minds or in the person's mind. When a stronghold is acted upon, then it becomes our way of life. That means that when we think of those things, what I said earlier, if we receive them or or we take ownership of those things, then we become it. So we have to make sure that we we disarm ourselves, but also arm ourselves with truth. Paul was talking about it in the scriptures when he was dealing with uh, people that was resisting him and was coming against him. He was realizing and he started to discern, Donna, that what I'm fighting is not a carnal fight. It's not the people, but mm. it is a stronghold. Right. It is people's mindset. It's something invisible. It's a force that is fighting me. And so it's all about a, a, a thought pattern. That's all it is. You know, something that, that this has happened to me before. I don't know. Has this ever happened to you? When the enemy wants to just like bring up something in the past or bring up your past, mm-hmm. what do we do at that point? Okay, well, God has already forgiven us. When it's been repented, it is, it, you know, he, even God himself forgives us, and then he forgets it. He put it in the, you know, but oftentimes the enemy will always remind us of a past situation, our past, and he'll make it present. And if we take ownership of it again, or we believe it, and or we accept it, then we have established another pattern or another stronghold. So what we have to do is we have to counteract and say, no, I, I'm not that no more. I don't experience that or will not experience that anymore. We have to counteract with truth and we have to open our mouths and resist it. We have to shut it down and not receive it before we do receive it. So that's all we have to do. Yes, yes. And see, that sounds pretty simple if we just know to do it. 
just yeah yeah it it sounds simple but i think when you're actually in the engagement of it or the warfare of it Mm -hmm. when the enemy is attacking your mind say you used to do this or you are that it's just like it's in your mind again and it's just like you have to cast down that's where paul was talking about cast down those vain imaginations or those thoughts or whatever the the enemy whispers in your ear to make you believe it's all him it is his ploy to make us believe a lie Mm-hmm. And even though it may have happened in the past, it is no longer our present. And so we cannot accept it. And so even though it's easy said and done by saying, okay, just pray and just, you know, pull it down. But no, it works. You have to just say, you got to just rehearse the victory in your mind. That's really good what I just said. Let me say that again. Those <laughs> who are listening, you have to sometimes just rehearse the victory. If God delivered you and he healed you and set you free from yes. the past and the enemy tried to bring that up again, you're going to say, no, not so. That's not me. That's the past. And just defeat it with truth. He wants you to see God wants you to understand that you are more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. And if God delivered you then, that he can deliver you now. So that's the truth of God's word concerning you. You know what? When I was reading this too, I, I loved it that you said, you know what? Yeah, that may have been my past, but it's not my present and it is certainly not my future. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah, no way. Now, no way. Do we need to be I I know that you have been moving in the prophetic for for probably most of your life, Hakeem. But what about us? What about me? What about our sound engineer here today? What about those that are listening? What about us, just our, our regular everyday believers who don't operate in a particular ministry gift? Mm-hmm. Is this is this just for like the the prophets and the seers? No, it's not for just them exclusively. It is for every born-again believer. It doesn't matter if you're a stay-at-home mom, if you're an officer, if you're a lawyer, a doctor, nurse. It doesn't matter. If you are a believer, you're a child of God. These principles are for every believer, even young or old. It doesn't doesn't matter. And I believe that God has equipped us with the strategies and the rules of engagement. I literally call it roles, like an acronym, like roles, like a flower rose. Mm -hmm. I call it rules of spiritual engagement. That's what roles is. And God Uh, can activate that. Rose. Okay. Rose. Yes. Yes. Rules of spiritual engagement is what God wants us to activate because it's a spiritual battle and it takes spiritual weapons. And the weapons that God has given us is not carnal. So God has given us spiritual weapons to overcome. So it's for every believer. I mean, it's just, it's not just for prophets and and seers and and intercessors. It's for everyone. Yes, because you know what? I, I have found this even in my own life. It's in my life sometimes I feel that I feel that nagging or that tugging of something that I might be fighting or experiencing something. So it doesn't just attack the prophets and the seers, does it? I mean, every believer will have to come against this at some point. And it's so great to know, here's what you do. Here's what you do when you feel that. So I like that. Hakeem, okay. So when you're talking about discernment and believers, a new believer and a mature believer, what types of things does the Spirit give us the ability to discern? Yeah, so with the spiritual discernment, it will allow believers, not just prophets and seers or intercessors, but they have the ability, every believer, through the Holy Spirit, 
It gives the ability to what is to basically sense the presence of God, to experience or to sense even weather patterns or signs, or even to discern the times and seasons. You know, we need to know that as well. It also gives you the ability to know truth from error, mm. the angelic or the celestial, you know, beings. Uh, we have uh, the ability to even know the anointing and, and to even experience and to discern seasons and times of breakthroughs in our lives. We can be able to discern that. Also confusion, deception, manipulation, I mean, lies, I mean, gossip, you know, slander. It also allows you to even sense and discern like mantles and giftings and angels and demons, definitely demons. And so, and don't be alarmed of knowing that there's demons that are exist because demons are spirit beings. So God has also given us the ability even to discern blessings. How many wants blessings? Those who yes. are listening right now, I mean, yes. how many blessings that you want to discern and to pick up on? God can give you that ability through the gift of discerning of spirits uh, to know your season and times of blessings and times of breakthrough and those things and knowing what is warfare and what is, you know, uh, unseen or those things. So I believe that this gift is a powerful, but also it is unused, Donna. It's oh, untapped. Yeah. 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 So, and so so you're saying the the supernatural gift of discernment, we can discern the good and the bad. How powerful is that? That is that yeah. is amazing. OK, here's here's something that a lot of people like to hear about and talk about. Talk to us a little bit about angel assistance, uh, activating angelic assistance. Yeah, this is one of my favorites. because <laughs> Me you know, too. Angels angels are our invisible friends. These are our invisible allies, you know, and God has sent angels or called angels to to really guard and to protect and to help his inheritance, which is our belief, which is the believers to come into breakthroughs and seasons of breakthroughs and to discern things. So angels are very important. Um, and so God has given us angels on assignment. And so when you're able to discern, you'll be able to discern that there's there's an invisible being and a, an invisible force. I, I'd even call it like the military. There's an invisible army that God has assigned to each and every believer to assist you into receiving breakthroughs and to even protect you from, you know, the, the evil forces of the enemy or those unseen things that are, that are attacking you where you have done all that you could do. And all the Bible says is just to stand. So angels, the Bible says that angels hearken unto the voice of the Lord. Yes. That's why you have to pray. That's why you have to open your mouth. The enemy wants to shut your mouth. Those who are listening, the enemy wants to keep your mouth shut. If you, if the enemy can keep your mouth shut, then he'll have the upper advantage. But I believe in the season, if you open your mouth and you, you begin to counteract the enemy with truth and what God says and with his word, angels start responding because they only respond to God's word. Yes. So we have to make sure that when we speak truth, it's voice activated. The kingdom of God is voice activated. That's why the enemy wants to shut your mouth. But I say today, you will open your mouth as bold as a lion in your roar. You know what? I know this about you. I know there was a time when you were in prayer and you were on your face and you were in a room by yourself and you were saying, Lord, you know, show me what angels look like. What happened? Yeah, yeah I was, you know, because I was just really just studying on it and I was reading on it and I'm like, well, God, if it happened in the Bible, then how about now? And so I was just seeking the Lord about, just show me angels. And one day I was I was praying, literally I was just in my room, just on my face, just giving for the Lord. And literally, suddenly a light appeared to me. It was like this bright light, like someone turned the light on. And when I looked, I literally saw with my natural eyes, but, but God was showing me also in the visible realm, 
I guess he just opened my spiritual eyes, and I literally saw like a silhouette of this angel. It was like a man, really. It was like a silhouette of a man's being. And as I continued to look, this angel had an armor on, like a, like a like a uh, military armor, or like yes. a, I, I can't even describe it, but it was like the military armor. And it was he had a sword in his hand. And I literally, I was afraid because I couldn't believe what I was seeing. So I closed my eyes and, you know, just see, well, maybe I'm dreaming or, I'm, you know, I'm in a dream state. And I looked again, and he was still standing there. And so God was showing me, which was interesting. I want everyone to hear this because this really blessed me. The angel that I saw literally was my guardian angel because of the armor he had on. But also, the strange thing about it is that this angel, I believe that, as I was getting revelation, this same angel appeared in my dream, and it looked just like me, Donna. Hmm. It was like an identical twin. Now, you know I already have a twin. Yes, you do. But this, <laughs> angel, this angel looked just like me. And I want to say, this isn't by revelation, that everyone has an angel. God has given and assigned each and every believer and guardian angel. There's also angels that he assigned to us, but there's a guardian angel that looks like us in our dreams. So just pay attention to your dreams. Yes. Okay, let me get this straight. So I know you. You're not a huge, big man. You know, so here's Hakeem, mm-hmm. and this being appears before you, and you're looking at him. He looks like you, but do mm-hmm. you think God was showing you what you look like when you're fully suited up in armor, in his armor? Absolutely. <laughs> so that's I, can, what, I can see that. I can see that, Hakeem. And he was he was a handsome man, by by the way. So this angel <laughs> looked just like me, was fully armored. And here's the thing. In Ephesians chapter 6, it gives us a whole outline that God says to put on the whole armor of God. Yes. So that we can stand against the, you know, the forces of the enemy. And so we have supernatural armory that God gives us, equip every believer, not prophets and seers and, and intercessors alone, but every believer, that that's our guard. He gives us, these armor is God's armor. It is God's own armor. And when we put on these six pieces, and it's in Ephesians chapter six, just go back and read it. I'm telling you, it will show you what God has equipped each and every believer to stand and the weapons used to defeat him every time. Yes. Whew. That sounds pretty exciting to me. How about you? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know, I want to talk about a couple more things, and then uh, we're going to have to let you go. But uh, there's one thing that that really is a part of this unseen realm that that we deal mm-hmm. with with this warfare, and that's that's curses, demonic mm-hmm. curses. But you know, I love the way you approach that because you teach us about that. But then you say, but but here's some good news for you. Yes, this is what they are. This is how you recognize them. But you're telling us, Hakeem, that these can be broken. These can be removed once and for all from our lives. Yeah, we have to understand that even curses, as I said earlier, even curses we can discern. Because a lot of times we have felt like we were three steps forward. And then we find ourselves in a cycle and we're like six steps back or we're at the same place where we left off. And that that can be a, a revolving door or a cycle that the enemy is working against us in the unseen realm. And so it could be a curse as well. It could be something that can be fighting against us. We understand that even a curse is basically, a, you know, an ill-spoken word or something that is spoken to bring injury or harm. And so we have to understand the power of words. Words create wounds. 
spiritually yes. speaking. Yes. And so we have to make sure that what we speak, are we speaking life or are we speaking death? The Bible says that life and death is in the power of our tongue. And so when curses are spoken, even uh, sent against us, we have the power to arm ourselves to combat it. So we have to make sure that it's through the Word of God. And so one thing that I always say is when the word curses are sent, you have to combat it with truth. And they say, well, what you mean by truth? It's basically don't receive the lie. When frustration comes or anger comes or confusion or, you know, barrenness or just certain things that you experience in life, you have to make sure you speak the opposite. It's the words. Mm-hmm. Not just more so you experiencing it, it's the words and recognizing it. Yes, yes. And you are so clear when you teach this in your book, Unseen Warfare. You're very clear about it. You're very intentional, very instructional. And when you finish reading it, I'm, I'm telling you, this is something I really didn't know a whole lot about. But when I finished reading it, I, I believe the scripture, the word, the knowledge that you learn takes away fear. It casts out fear when we know the authority that we have and what God has done mm-hmm. for us. And let me just let me just say this one line. Now, all the lines that I'm saying that you, you're listening, they didn't come from me. They came from Hakeem. <laughs> I just like them. So, so I'm going to use some of them. <laughs> so this one says, you can be victorious in this unseen realm. So get ready to discern, disarm, and destroy the works of the enemy in your life. Wow. Wow. Yes. Uh, yes. Give me an example. I know you've got tons and tons of testimonies of of people that have been experiencing warfare in their own lives. You were telling us about a a woman who suffered with night terrors, and this was not just once or twice. This was for many years. Yeah. This woman, she had reached out to me and she just was trying to get a breakthrough. She kept finding herself in cycles. I talked about just this reoccurring cycles. And then she was having these nightmares and these night terrors, and she could not sleep. If this were going on for like literally five years in her life. And so she would turn to everyone, even spiritual leaders, and they couldn't give her a solution. They couldn't give her like an answer how to, you know, combat it or what's going on. And so no one was able to help her. And so basically she just literally walked in a level of fear and anxiety. And she was always paranoid, always looking over her shoulder. But she did not realize, Donna, that it was an unseen warfare that was already initiated five years ago in her mind. She took ownership of it. And so I I talk about it in, in, in my book in the chapter called Invisible Battlefield of the Mind. But she faced this. And so when she reached out to me, she needed to know what is going on. She needed her joy back. She needed her peace back. She wanted to really rest and sleep at night. And and so I just gave her the strategies basically in her in my book. And when she read that particular chapter, Invisible Battlefield, she just was like, wow, like the light bulb came on. And she was able to sleep again. She was able to have fun and, and enjoy her children. She had peace again, joy. It was just the principles that were outlined in Unseen Warfare in chapter, whatever chapter it is in Unseen Warfare in Invisible Battlefield was just the revelation she was looking for even even when she started having these problems. And you know what, honestly, when you just said the word revelation, I feel like sometimes we have read things in the word over and over again, but sometimes we need to stop and let this yeah. sink in. Like that that lady, when, when she was reading these strategies and these insights that you teach on this, and you said, and she got the revelation 
So mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. this, it has to become revelation to us. It's almost like that, oh, that aha moment sometimes in us when we actually let it sink in. Well, you hit it right on the nail. I mean, even the Bible talks about, I believe, in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, it talks about um, that we're not to be conformed to this world, but be renewed or transformed by the renewing of our mind. When she got that revelation, when she started reading that chapter on in Invisible Battlefield, she was able to now test, you know, and to discern the will of God for her life, right? Yes. And what is good and acceptable and perfect. And what she was going through wasn't good, it wasn't acceptable, and it wasn't perfect. Exactly. So she needed her mind renewed, and she got a revelation through the truth. And so God just set her free, and she got her joy and all that back. Wow. You know what? I know you have so, so many of these testimonies, but I definitely wanted to share at least one of them with the people that are listening. And let me take another second here and let everybody know again about this resource package that you have prepared. And these resources are so great if you can get it for yourself or if you have a small study group at church or your church library. But just get this. This is Hakeem Collins brand new book called Unseen Warfare, Rules of Engagement to Discern, Disarm, and Defeat the Works of the Enemy. You also have a three-CD audio teaching series, and Hakeem, you are teaching on building your personal firewall. Woo! Every time I say that, I'm like, yes, yes. We're also going to include one of the, the prayers that you have in the back of your book. We're going to put that on a little Bible insert or bookmark, and you can carry it with you anywhere you go. You can have it in Hakeem's book. You can put it in your, uh, in your Bible, and it's called The Warfare Prayer of Protection. So be sure and listen for Sid at the end of the program, and he's going to tell you exactly how to get that. Hakeem, I want to end this way. You you speak about equipping people for victory. The, the final word, you want to make sure you leave people equipped for victory. You were talking about the, the whole armor of God and that we're not fighting flesh and blood, but we are fighting against this unseen world that you talk about. Tell us about the supernatural armor of God. Yes, the supernatural armor of God, again, is in Ephesians chapter 6, and I mean, really gives you a detailed uh, description of what the armors are, these six pieces. And out of the six pieces, there is literally the six pieces of it, but five of them are literally um, defensive, in other words. They help to protect us uh, against unseen or invisible forces. Uh, that the enemy sends. But then the sword is one of the uh, armories or, or weapons that is offensive. Oftentimes, yes. we always fight defensively, defensively, but we always don't realize that we also have an ability to fight offensively. We don't wait for a battle. We have to make sure that we're prepared for a battle. It's just like when you have a house, you don't wait for uh, you know, get a new home and you, you don't wait until the last minute or when you get a break in to put an alarm system in, you know, you want to make sure you already have an alarm system in to protect you. Right. And so this is the same way this scripture in about the spiritual armor is a preparation and to help us in the right armor that is needed to really be able to stand and fight against spiritual warfare or spiritual attacks or uh, the, the still attacks of the enemy. Cause there are things that are still attacks of the enemy, which is unseen. These things that are not, doesn't go under the radar. And so we have to be able to fight. And so Ephesians chapter six, give us that detail of what armor and what we can do. And it will help you every time. And I believe that this armor is what God 
forged himself. He yes. made this weapon for us. He made these armors for us. It even said it in Isaiah chapter 54, verse 16, I have created the slacksmith who fans the coals beneath the forge and makes the weapons of destruction. And I have created the armies that destroy. This is God himself basically saying that he has created the blacksmith, in other words. He, he created them to create the armor. And so I believe that God himself has forged a, a, a weapon that you can fight and use to have victory in Jesus Christ in any warfare battle. Yes. You know what? This is one of those times where you you have like read something a lot of times and you, like we were talking about a moment ago when you have one of those revelation <laughs> moments. And you know how many times as believers have we heard the phrase, the armor of God, the armor of God. But you point out the armor of God is the armor of God. And it, yeah. when I looked at that, it's the armor that we're giving is God's very own armor. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it says the armor of God. Exactly. So God's <laughs> armor. Jesus had that armor. It's, but here's the thing, and I want people to understand, it, it's a spiritual armor. So he's, he mantles us with this armor. He put the pieces on us and he tells us what to do with these armors. He tells us how to put them on, like the helmet of, of salvation, the shield of faith, the breastplate of righteousness, yes. right? You know, uh, you know the, the belt of truth, you know, the shoes of peace, and then the sword of the spirit. These are the six pieces. These are God's own armor. And when you can realize that and you can just comprehend and say, wow, I have God's own armor. He equipped me with this. I am protected, even at times when I'm, I don't even know what's going on. Mm-hmm. You're still protected. Yes. And I believe that this book will give you the truth and the strategy and the plan of action to defeat and to discern and destroy the works of the enemy. Yes. Well, Hakeem, I thank you so much for being with us today. And I believe for every single person out there that's listening and has listened to this program today, I believe it's time to disarm and destroy every single work of the enemy in their lives. Will you pray? Yes. Well, Father, I thank you for every listener. And I pray right now in Jesus' name that they will walk by faith and not by the flesh. But Father, I pray that in this season that they will be fully equipped with your word, that they will be able to have the word that will pull down every stronghold, every vain imagination. We break every resistance of the enemy, anything that would try to cause confusion, backlash, or retaliation. Father, I pray that every listener will rise up and let the anointing will flow through them and let there be righteous boldness that will rise up on the inside of them. We break timidity. We break fear. We break unbelief. We break every stronghold, every stigma, every lie. We cast them down in Jesus' name, and we say now, Father, that they will rise up, and they will be the child of God. They'll be the ambassador of Christ. They'll be the one that will be able to speak truth in season and out of season. And I pray that they will be sharpened in this hour. They'll be able to recognize, discern, and perceive every unseen plot of the enemy. And, Father, no longer that we play checkers with the enemy, but we'll play checks, and we'll also know what to do and make the right move and checkmate the enemy every time with God's truth. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, Hakeem, again, thank you for being with us. And and I just want everybody that's out there to listen for Sid. He's going to be here in just a second to tell you how you can get this powerful package by Dr. Hakeem Collins. It's his book, Unseen Warfare, Rules of Engagement to Disarm, 
Discern and Defeat the Works of the Enemy, his audio teaching series, Building Your Personal Firewall, and this powerful bookmark for your Bible or book, Warfare Prayer of Protection. Sid? Most of us are unaware of how many of our daily struggles are the work of invisible demonic powers. Jesus has given you all that you need for victory. I mean all. But to walk in the fullness of your spiritual authority, it's a must that you learn to discern, disarm, and destroy the works of the devil. Experts say Dr. Hakeem Collins' new book, Unseen Warfare, is as close to a combat textbook as you can get. It's a must read and a must for the believer's spiritual arsenal. Every page, I mean, you'll just stop and write revelation after revelation. Every page contains these explosive revelations and timely insights that'll unlock your destiny. I know you want that. Call now for Dr. Hakeem Collins' new book, Unseen Warfare, Rules of Engagement to Discern, Disarm, and Defeat the Works of the Enemy, and his brand new and exclusive three CD teaching series, Building Your Personal Firewall. You'll also get the power packed bookmark for your book or Bible, The Warfare Prayer of Protection, all for an investment of only 35 US dollars. To order, call 1 800 447 2697. Once again, that's 1 800 447 2697. Or go to our website at sidroth.org. That's S I D R O T H dot O R G. Be sure to ask for offer number 9794. That's offer number 9794.